welcome to the morning tea. Um, I'm here with Ariane. <laughs> and it's Melanie. Um, right now, we were having some technical difficulties. Sorry, we started a little bit late, but we still got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about today. Our lovely Dianara is not going to be here today. She's not feeling too well, but we're going to start you off with a What Lovers Do featuring Zach and have fun. Say, 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 hey, hey, now, baby. Oh, my, my, play now, baby. Say, 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 hey, hey, now, baby. So let's go on things straight now, baby. Tell me, tell me if you love me or not, love me or not, love me or not. I left the house on you, am I lucky or not, lucky or not, lucky or not. You gotta tell me if you love me or not, love me or not, love me or not. I'm wishing for you, I'm a lucky night, lucky night, lucky night. Welcome back to the morning Welcome. tea. 
So I got some little special for you about Becky G. Do you know who that is, Melanie? Why is Alicia? <laughs> I Do know you? some of it. All right. She is one of my favorite Latina stars right now. She's really hot in her song, Mayores. I don't know if you, do you know that one? I'm pretty sure you know that I one. I know that song. <laughs> um, right now, in an interview with Latin Magazine, um, she's a Mexican-American. Um, her name is Rebecca Marie Gomez, and no, she's not related to Selena Gomez. <laughs> I thought she was. No, she's not. <laughs> um, uh, so she goes by the star name Becky G, a 20-year-old Latina star and singer. Uh, she was born in Inglewood, California. I can't on believe March she's 20. I know. <laughs> I'm 21. It. It's crazy. She's 20, guys. Wow. Um, yeah, and just when, when she was 18, I think she was also um, she was also already starting music. So, um, yeah, she was born in Inglewood, California, March 2nd, 1997. She's the eldest of four children. And a little fun fact, one of her brothers has autism, so she raises awareness on that. Um, which is, you know, really sweet that she does that. Um, she came from a financially struggling home. Uh, her family was forced to sell their house after moving into their parents' garage room. Mm. Yeah. Um, so basically, Becky G started off as a YouTube artist doing covers in 2011 and gaining popularity from famous songs, um, like the one of Kanye West's Otis. It went viral. Uh, now she produces her music and she writes her own lyrics. Let me tell you, she sing she sings really, really good. Yeah, she does. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think it's really cool that we get to shed a light on, on a um, like a really famous Latina star. Um, so she got a record deal from her now producer, Dr. Luke. And um, on a statement that she said, she basically rejected all the conventional ways of becoming a star, like following a Disney Channel path. You know that most stars, like, they, <laughs> they started in a Disney Channel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but she did not want to do that. She said, I want to make my own music and I want to become my own person. That's awesome. Thus leading her to becoming her own image as a legit artist. Um, she has been on tour with Jay Balvin um, as the opening act which flourished her career in both the Latin and English music industry. Awesome uh, and J Balvin is really famous now, so that really just pushed her career, for sure. That's really Especially good. in the Latin, because I think she started in um, the English music industry. Uh, but now that she's doing all that, she's starting in the Latin music industry. and That's cool. It's awesome. Like the Mayotas. I know. I want to hear that <laughs> song once we're done with this. Um, so... Um, she now, oh, actually, Myotis was with Bad Bunny, and that peaked number 83 on the Hot 100 Billboard chart. Hey. Um, another song that is really, really awesome, and I love it, is Shower. That peaked number 16 in the Billboard charts. Wow. I think that was a few years ago. I'm not sure. Um, so following her skyrocketing career, Becky G, well, she was announced as the host for the 2017 Latin AMAs which she hosted with Diego Boneda. That's really awesome. That's, That's so cool. At 20 years old, 20. guys, she was doing that. <laughs> um, so, in an interview with Teen Vogue, she said, in no moment of um, inspiration, she found her music. Um, she also reached 
for her interest in acting. And fun fact, if you didn't know this already, um, she was she started out in the new Power Rangers film as Trini, the Yellow Ranger. Are you serious? Yeah, and Trini, the Yellow Ranger, was the... Um, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, she was the Yellow Ranger. Uh, and um, she made appearances in shows like The Empire. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't know that. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. Um, But, yeah. She's so doing she a lot. Yes. At 20 years old. Like, I am so impressed. I wish I was doing that much. <laughs> You need to do something. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so a little fun fact about her character, which you might have already known. Her character um, is a LGBT um, teen. And so the movie's basically about her just coming out and, you know, realizing, or her part at least, is realizing who she really is. Mm -hmm. So she said that really made her discover um, her, her love for music. And so she actually made a song about that, which I'll get to that later. <laughs> Um, but during the Power Rangers movie, she, oh, this is the song, actually. During the Power Rangers movie, she began, began recording her first Spanish album, and that started with the song Todo Cambio, and it was inspired by her role in the film, how everything in her life changed. Um, I've never heard of that song, though. I know. I feel like I want to put it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also in the, in the people.com, she said she was whoa this is really crazy she was I on tour know. with fifth harmony are you serious yeah i had no idea she was on tour i think with she's her. already like that famous that she <laughs> she'll meet anybody well you i just know think I mean? that she's like really hard working and i think that's really inspiring for a lot of latinas yeah. out there especially as a mexican latinas though but especially as a mexican american latina yeah. uh that's yeah that's really Give inspiring i know so she was caught by surprise on tour in Argentina by Fifth Harmony as their opener when she walked on stage to cover one of the girls who had a wardrobe malfunction. And she was kicked off the stage by <laughs> their security <laughs> guard because they thought it was a fangirl. Oh, I think so I saw that on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. yeah, so the video is basically, uh, hey, Kila, how are you? <laughs> Um, I'm shouting people out right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> I can't see the computer. But I know. <laughs> shout my people. Um, so anyways, she was kicked off by the security guard and I saw the video. It was so funny. Um, I mean, I feel really bad for her, but she basically, she did, she wasn't wearing her stage clothing. So they thought like, oh, okay, well, she was just know, a normal girl, random yeah, crazy girl going get on stage. She was carrying an Argentina flag. Oh my so God. she, <laughs> she really did look like a crazy person, but in reality, it was because one of the girls, I can't remember what the name of the girl, but one of the girls had a wardrobe malfunction. And basically to like protect her from indecent exposure, she went and covered her. But um, the security guard kicked her off the stage. And <laughs> one of the girls eventually like walked back to the stage and grabbed her and pulled her out. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. And he pulled her out. And she went and, like, wrapped the um, Argentinian flag around the girl's waist. And so she started dancing. And everyone was like, oh, Becky G. And so oh I can't imagine what it must felt like to be that security guard. <laughs> I would have punched the security guard. Oh, like, my God. Leave me really alone. punched him. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got a psychopath here. <laughs> oh, my um, God. But, yeah. So uh, speaking on the Mexican-American, um, she, uh, Becky G, also spawned the hashtag We Are Mexico. So, um, and this was from her anthem, We Are Mexico, which was a release 
due to the Donald Trump anti-immigrant um, comments this summer or last summer. Um, she claims it was out of love and not anger for the Mexican people. I think that's really awesome that she did that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, she's gaining fans from the English, you know, music community, but she's also gaining love from the Spanish community, which a lot of artists, they don't um, embrace the sides of their culture, the t different sides of their culture. So another fun fact, she also embraces her gap teeth. I don't know if you guys have looked at her. I've seen it. But <laughs> she uh, she still looks cute. She does. But yeah. she, needs, she has money. She you can think, fix that. You think she can fix that? Just like Cardi B? <laughs> Cardi B did it in one second. She said, I'm famous. Wait, now. she did it? She already did it. Oh, she has really? her perfect teeth. I did not know that. Um, you need to have perfect teeth. Oh, money. You have money. <laughs> Do it if I can't um, do it because I don't have. But, money, but I think it's cool because you know there's like I that guess, British yeah. model that has like the gap teeth and she yeah. looks really awesome and they she's hire her though. only Becky because G is pretty so yeah she's gorgeous. Go ahead, but girl. They right Becky G. <laughs> <laughs> but they only hire that one model because of her gap teeth and you know I mean obviously because she's a model and she yeah, has that status but sure. you know they only model because of her gap teeth so I think Becky G is doing a good job in embracing that. Um, also. This is some tea to spill. <laughs> <laughs> um, she dated Austin Mahone in no. her career, in the beginning of her career. No, I just... Yep. I Girl, I am revelations. Oh, my God. <laughs> revelations. Um, so she dated Austin Mahone. They met on a track for the Smurfs 2. So she also oh was in the cool. Smurfs 2. Uh, well, not in the movie, just the track. Just the track, yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. They eventually, you know, broke off. They made a mature decision to go their separate ways with their love life and careers. And so basically she said that she wanted to remain friends with him, not event, like not let the friendship die off later on. So, yeah. And she also, um, something cool that she did and it would be my dream. So whoever's listening, this is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I always watch Tyra Banks. So I get excited about oh this. Oh my God, I love her. Is that she has always been a longtime cover girl fan. And really? she eventually became a cover girl fan. Easy or a cover beautiful. girl. Cover girl. Easy peasy beautiful cover girl. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so, yeah. that's She's doing a lot. Yeah. So, guys, uh, if you uh, haven't listened yet, we're talking about Becky G. Rebecca Marie Gomez, not related to Selena I want to point Gomez. out that two days ago, I saw an E! News article about her and her dog passed away. How sad is that? Her dog? Her dog. Her dog, no. her dog's name is Sally, and she Sally. passed away. And she like commented. You know she said, "What type of dog?" I have no idea. I don't think she posted. She just mm -hmm. posted a picture, but I don't remember. But she literally commented and said, "I'll never forget the first day that I met you, my best friend. Fourteen years of my life has been spent with you by my side." I love how you're like because <laughs> it's so sad. It. It's so oh, sad. Like I love animals, and it's like, oh my god. Mm. I know, but it's really sad. I can't with these chairs. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to hear a song from her. I know we'll definitely hear a song. Um, speaking of Selena Gomez, Oof. I know you had some juicy Oof. details, guys. Melanie has been so obsessed I with. First of all, no, Justin Bieber <laughs> is the love of my life. Okay, I could talk about him anytime. Yes, um, anytime. So yeah, she has some juicy details. Hi, are they together or are they not together? Are they together or not? Girl, I do not know what to tell you. I think everyone they are. is telling me if everything. I think they are. I see posts, I see everything. I honestly I'm always on e news and I always see them and I think they're together. Seriously, you're gonna walk 
in the street with him and just like act like nothing <laughs> like like they're just friends are you mad about this first of all i'm mad second of all no they just they need to put it out there like just like the kardashians they don't say stuff like what's going on with celebrities like tell me i want to know girl i think they're together <laughs> though i think they are together what do you think i don't know i kind of like brushing off on the topic i kind of feel like i miss the weekend and selena Ugh. i don't know i do i really I do the, i miss the weekend because i would have justin bieber all by myself, well apparently now he's uh letting his hair grow out again so he gets to be that <laughs> um oh no. not gonna say the word but f boy <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so he can make more music as he used to, quote unquote. Well, I was looking at an article too on people.com and they said that Selena's given Justin another chance. <laughs> she wants her first love back again. So I'm guessing they are together, but they haven't confirmed it yet. But I don't know. I don't mm. know. It's just an on and off thing. Interesting. Let's see what happens though. <laughs> okay. So they just texted me something and I really want to ask you. Okay. Let's see. So. Past tense verb of drag. Is it drugged or dragged? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is really annoying me. <laughs> what do you think it is? Dragged? Drugged or dragged? Is that a drag? We'll let it simmer over a song by Becky G. Okay, cool. <laughs> but um we're definitely we definitely have to talk about this because I just can't do it. I I don't know. I think it's dragged. You think it's dragged? I think it's dragged. I Everyone think it's is dragged. telling me drugged, but I don't know. That's weird. Okay, anyways, <laughs> here we are with Becky G. Mayotis.
are back with Welcome the morning back, tea. This is Ariana. I have Melanie. All right. So that was Becky G. Mayores brushing up on our topic. I with really Becky like G. that song. Right. It's fun. I, I mean, like it a lot. The meaning behind it. Um, we're not gonna comment, mm, but comment about <laughs> that one. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's a fun song, and this is her new single. It has over um over almost one hundred thirty million listens wow. on Spotify, which is really awesome. So, let's talk about transgender politician Danica Rowan. Um, so this just came out that 32-year-old Danica Rome is the first openly transgender legislator in the state of Virginia, beating who they call chief homophobe Bob Marshall, a former state legislator who has been in the business for more than 25 years. What? This is so cool. <laughs> I want to know more about it. Girl, um, the state of Virginia is usually known for a confederacy state. So to have someone in the LGBT community to openly Open say they are transgender and win over someone that's been in this, the politic business for twenty over 25 years, that is insane. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> girl. <laughs> um, so Bob Marshall, he was actually the one that introduced the bathroom bill. Can you kind of already see what that's about? Yes. So it means people could only use the bathroom that corresponded to their gender on their birth certificate. The bill went, but the bill was dubbed. How do you eventually. feel about that? Because I asked my friend, and That's a really she didn't touchy like subject. it. That's really touchy. <laughs> she didn't like it at all. But um, I don't know. But this politician, um, he was basically saying that uh, he didn't want to have um, other people of other genders in the bathroom to protect girls from men mm -hmm. who are pretending to be transgender yeah so take it as you want um but danica rowan she made it she did it and i'm actually really happy because this is opening doors for many other people not just transgenders but yeah, the lgbt people community people that are scared to be you know yeah, to be who sure. they are so i think it's awesome um so the race was mostly focused on traffic and other small issues in the state um but so a little fact about Rowan, she began her physical transition about four years ago. Um, and in the campaign, she won um, relentlessly outracing three to one from her opponent. And there was an ad done by Marshall's, Bob Marshall's team exposing her identity. Wow. So something that the PR group would have thought, <laughs> would have thought that, guys, my stomach just crumbled. <laughs> I think we're going to go <laughs> eat after that this. That was the loudest <laughs> combo ever. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, so um, this helped Roam's and uh, Roam and her team lead by nine points because this basically um, was, this. I guess this was like backfired on Marshall's team because I don't think they noticed that this, you know, shouting someone out like this yeah. and putting them in the spot so wasn't going to... There's so many people already, like... Yeah, no one cares. Exactly. Like, oh so this just made her even more, um, even better with the race. Um, so, yeah, Virginia has changed basically from a Confederate state background to electing an LGBT person to office. And they used to call it the Old Dominion, and now they call it the New Dominion. So... It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I don't know. This is this is gonna be awesome. I I see something really good coming out of this. So I wonder if like Caitlyn Jenner like had something to do with like 
with this because you know she's already a, a transgender she's a big celebrity for this so i don't know she's like far away from like even her family yeah what's think? going on oh girl she's <laughs> not even in there nobody like is talking to her like the kardashians like have left her out at all a news source said that um they're not like on the best terms and like as a family and i don't know is it because she's transgender i don't know i don't know because or is it because you know they probably have but in the beginning of the show they like were talking about it and they were like okay with it i think it's because of like the book that caitlin jenner said she like basically like threw like some was she exposing yeah the she like basically like telling them like they they're no good and they like this and that just being fake that's what it's called. She was being fake towards She's them? She's being fake towards them, which I don't understand because you're the father still. Like, what are you doing? I have mm. no idea, I don't girl. Know. That, that family is a little messed up. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> I love the Kardashians, though. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of status and popularity, um, I don't know how it was in your high school or any of the listeners that are listening in my hometowns. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's an article here saying that popularity is important in the workplace. Do you think that's true? I was popular. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> I really was. I don't know if I was popular. I was more of like, I just want to be friends with everyone. And then another day, I just want to do nothing. <laughs> and I don't want to talk to anyone. No, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> no, nobody talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, this um, Mitch Prinstein, she basically analyzes how workplaces have evolved to reinforce popularity based on status why are you laughing don't be rude <laughs> um so basically the workplace sometimes feels frustratingly like we're reliving high school all over again tell me come on because you're always telling me i already told you i'm popular oh I'm man always I, popular. I, I hate her so much <laughs> <laughs> um so basically psychological research suggests that the same popularity dynamics that we remember from adolescence or adolescence um are not different from the social rules that continue to govern our social lives as adults and i think this is really true because a lot of people in work and this doesn't mean like oh i have to be popular as in like the high school sense yeah, but yeah. more of like this is like an evolved term this is more of like um i need to um basically be successful um but uh let's see so just like in high school most workplaces um there's people where there's acceptance and there's people where they're rejected and controversial and uh, people who are well-liked are more likely than their equally qualified counterparts to be hired, promoted, and even higher salaries, which is really awesome. And they're more likely to feel satisfied at work and happier at home, meaning um, people that are popular just get euphoric out of being popular <laughs> or being satisfied from work. Um, and this leads to less addictions and depression so i don't know i think this is really uh, what do you think um honestly i don't know i don't think it'll lead to depression for that you think it'll lead to depression no no no. i mean it leads like it doesn't lead to depression oh yeah no obviously not i i don't think it'll do that but no 
Well, um, for those looking to get ahead in status, um, it pays to consider whether we act in ways that earn us favorable, regarded among our colleagues, or whether we alienate our peers. So basically, we have to be nice to everyone or mean to everyone to determine whether to determine whether um, to do to be better. Um, so many, in fact seek to become more popular by raising their status. And that's what I was talking about um, with the Kardashians. So they basically try to um, raise their status every time. And so maybe that's what Caitlyn Jenner's talking about. They use Caitlyn Jenner. She probably feels used. I haven't read the book, but I, I think she probably feels well, used. Well, she was just talking <coughs> crap about like Chris and like how she didn't let her come out. Like she knew basically. Yes, because they have such a high status I that no that that would have either tainted their image or I guess made them succeed. But I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Because <coughs> I I don't think so. I think honestly, Kaylee is just talking crap. You think so? I think so. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another thing that has brought up to everyone's attention <laughs> is social media. Oh girl. You know how social, social media. media is one of the biggest status symbols out there at the moment. It's crazy how it is right now. It is. Um, so a virtual pop it's a virtual popularity contest that allows anyone to seek status through likes, retweets, follows, whatever else there's out there. So um, basically social media is, I don't know, to be honest, like social media is an amazing thing. I love social media, but there's people that take it too far. Like, really? You know what I always laugh at? What I'm always, always laughing at when people are telling me, you want to have streaks? <laughs> what does that even mean? At first, I was like, you want to wait, what? You want to do what? You want to have streaks? What is that? And it was Snapchat has this thing where you can um, snap people multiple times each day. And this basically the streak has like emojis and it tells you it's getting hotter and then it has a number. And so, like, I have a, it's funny because I have some with my friend and they, um, they, they have streaks with me and I'm always laughing. But now I'm like into it. Before I was like, what is this? I'm not even into that. Really? I, I like was, don't even I was like that. you before, but then now it's like, oh, okay, I have to have my streak because oh, it's funny. Um, and it's fun. Now it's yeah, fun because I, I get it. Before I didn't get it. Now I get I'm it. Probably I'm probably like, not oh, going to okay. see all that. I'm going to be like, <laughs> who's sending me snap and who's yeah. not? Um, but yeah, so this, this is just like, um, it's like a secret obsession or I like an internal like obsession. Do, now that you say it, I do feel like a lot of people are like obsessed about yeah. it because even when you like don't tag people, they mm -hmm. like get offended and by it. relationships. Like, it is not that serious. With relationships, it's serious too. It's not that serious though. It's not. I, I am serious. No, with actually, no. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna. I, I don't <laughs> agree with you. I do not agree with you. I think that social media has integrated within society, and it's so important now that even in relationships, it's important to 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 give attention to your partner. Like, okay, this probably sounds really shallow, but like, if you're gonna post photos, at least post a photo of your girl or your guy. You know, or like to let them know that you're with someone. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. At yeah. least once. Honestly, if I told that to my mom, she would be like, nope. Yeah. But I don't know. But, um, so yeah, this increasing obsession comes with consequences. Research reveals that those with status are more aggressive, 
they are more prone to risky behavior, less capable of empathy, less capable of compassion, less capable of perspective t- uh, taking. Um, who does this sound like? Oh. <laughs> Our current president <laughs> of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so my question to you is how do you become more likable? How do you become more likable in society? Because it's so important now. How do you become more likable? Honestly, be nice. A lot of people are rude. I'm not rude. I'm always nice. If you're not nice, you can't. No, that just can't happen. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I just think being, um, I mean, I'm, I'm more likable if I'm nice. Like, a lot of people are feeling. You're over here saying, I'm popular. <laughs> no, I am popular. Hey. I don't know if I that's likable. that's why. I'm no, popular. I'm, <laughs> I'm likable. No, but. I but don't know. <laughs> You're just trying to, like, get other people, like, what they like, too. Like, you can't just think about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, Not be selfless. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, yeah. But anyways, this article says that basically how you get people to be like to like you is invest in people by praising others, um, learning about their goals, offering time for your colleagues to feel socially connected to one each like to each other, and um, that's you know that's one of the things that you can do. Also, being a likable leader expresses, you know, interest in direct reports as people, uh, increasing your investment, loyalty, persistence to succeed. So, like, even talking about, like, the leader thing, you know, being a boss. If you're a boss, you need to. Yeah, you need to be a boss. (laughs) But not that kind of boss. (laughs) Um, um, I'm talking about, like, you know, bosses at the workplace they they tend to or some of them tend to be um i don't want to say bossy because i already repeated that but they, they tend just to strive for the greatest like well no i'm job. talking about those bosses that don't do anything they just tell you what to yeah. do I, I had the word for it but i completely forgot but anyways that's not a likable person and you don't do well in a workplace when you have someone yeah. like that because i've had like that, that before too. I feel like that too. Yeah. Like with some of my managers, I don't want to point them out, but I'm just saying. <laughs> they're just rude. And I'm like, yeah, I'm working for you. You need to be nice. You got to be like nice. If you want to me to work not, like good at your job, you need to, yeah. It's no. incentive. It's incentive. You got to, you got to. It's have like you have it in your mind and you're like, all right, I'm not going to work. Yeah, not. exactly. So um, another thing is like if you're in meetings or in classrooms, let's per se, um, be the last person to speak up. Um, this doesn't show that you're weak. This just shows that you are able to reflect on what others have contributed before offering your own ideas. So you basically grab what everyone else said and you say, okay, well, this is what I think. You know, what? Yeah, of course. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so another thing is that people sometimes say that the person they liked the most made them laugh and brought, you know, fun to their daily lives. But, you know, a lot of the times <laughs> I've met people that are not funny. <laughs> So that was mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm funny. But if you're not funny, <laughs> this girl, let me tell you guys, <laughs> I don't like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Um, if you're not funny, you can just remember a detail about your coworker or a friend. And you can ask them about it from time to time to show them that you care that about you that care person. About them, yes. So that, you know, you show them that you're paying attention to what they're saying. And nothing makes us feel more connected 
than when someone takes time out of their schedule to, you know, ask about our lives and ask about how we're feeling. And so this basically shows that this person cares and they're nice. And, you know, I, I mean, I would be happy if someone actually paid attention and stuff like that. When people ask me about like my life. Sometimes and like we talk and you're not paying attention. I'm like, um, or like me? when they look at you and then they just look somewhere else and and they're just like mm-hmm, yeah i totally understand yeah, <laughs> and you're just I like you don't really know what i'm saying but when they're on their phones and i'm like yeah get so off your phone. so you know those things you can just pay attention and if you're really like that into status follow those things um and this article is like really accessible it's on bbc com, and it's popularity at work still matters whether we like it or not it's really awesome um, so another thing that happened, which I thought was hilarious, and this is something for you to simmer on, and we're going to play music right after, because I want to ask whoever's listening what you guys think about this, too. So the band A Perfect Circle threw people out of their concert for having cell phones out. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. So the band A Perfect Circle kicked out 60 fans from their gig because of a super strict no photo or video policy. Oh, yep. my God. There were signs posted with this policy around the whole venue. And some people on Twitter were even saying that security guards were rocking around and grabbing people and throwing them out because they were then taking videos or taking photos of the concert. So Who I, does <laughs> that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I kind of get where they're trying to go. I don't, because if you're trying to pay for a concert, you're, like, want to, like, if they're, like, you're a really good fan of it, you're trying to, like, That's have 60 memories. People. 60 people you're trying to have memories, though. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but we'll let you guys uh, think this one through, and we'll put um, another Becky G song, because it's Becky G Day. <laughs>
we are back with the morning tea. This up, is guys? Ariana. And it's Melanie. All right. So we're back. That was Shower by Becky G. I didn't know that was her. I forgot. Author. I did I not totally know that forgot she about that. that song. Um, okay, so back to the a perfect circle band throwing 60 people out of their concert because they had cell phones and videos out. So what do you think of this? Tell me. And if you guys are listening out there, comment on. Tell me what you think about a band throwing 60 people out. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you think it's ridiculous? I, if it were me and I pay for a concert and I'm going there and they throw me out because of my cell phone. <gasps> yeah, oh, but you've no, never no. been to a concert and there's a bunch of cell phones out there. and But there's always cell phones. You can't prevent that from people, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's the same thing with the social media thing. You can't prevent social media from evolving. That's just crazy. I I don't think that's okay for them to do. That's just crazy. I would have. Nope. I (laughs) pay for this. (laughs) If not, you give me my money back and I'll leave with my phone happily. That's it. Happily ever after. Nope. Yeah. I I mean, to be honest, if I got kicked out, I would have been really mad. But I kind of see where they're going with this. I think they're just trying to prevent... um, I just think this is like a really hipster idea where it's like um, you don't want to have cell phones you because when you go to a concert and you see all these flashing lights and you just can't see. It looks see. like when you're like in a drama show, like like when you're like at Disney and you can't put it like, you know, the flashing show, like the flashing yeah, phone. Yeah, but like they don't kick like you that. out. Well, they don't kick you they out They kind of tell you like put the phone down. Yeah, put they the tell phone you, down. but, but they don't kick you yeah, out. That's just crazy. I don't think they should have done that. Yeah. So anyways, moving on. <laughs> So we have our usual question of the day. So we're starting to do this question of the day thing because I want to get everyone thinking and I want to start thinking about things that, you know, like what if or how or why. So, Melanie. What's that? (laughs) Diana dodged this one. Um, What happens in real life that never gets portrayed in movies? I have no idea. <laughs> I like literally have to think about this. I one. picked this question and I was like, "Wow, I don't really know what I'm gonna say to that." <laughs> I have to think about that. There's one. a bunch. Okay, we'll come back to it, but we need to know. I want to know, like, what happens in real life or what happens or that doesn't get portrayed in movies. For sure, I don't know. Yeah, so I'll let you. There's so on many that. things though that I don't there know. is because I the fr- honestly the first thing that I thought about was um like love. How love gets portrayed on movies in movies. That's one. You know? Like yeah. they leave out a lot of things I that need <laughs> they leave out essential elements. But basically it's a movie though. Like you don't like you can't think about like real life sometimes in movies. It's just like a movie. But like what if? What if you had something you can put in there? Just just let it simmer it. I'm gonna come back to you. Lord. It's gonna come back to you. <laughs> just see. <laughs> um, so guys, Marilyn Monroe's Five million dollar dress. Five million. Five million. <laughs> five million dollar dress. That's ridiculous. And that was actually one at an auction. Even if I um, had the money, I would never buy a dress that's five million. Girl, I think I would. <laughs> oh, heck no. If I had the money, hell yes, I can say, I bought a five million dollar dress. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her five million dollar dress that she sang to President John F. Kennedy. Wow. Is going to be at Ripley's. Well, it is already at Ripley's, believe it or not, here in Orlando. It's and here. 
Yes, it's here. I want to go. go I want to go it. see it. So they have the actual dress in a glass box, but they have a wax figure with a replica of the dress so you can take selfies with her. And brace yourself for incoming happy birthday, Mr. President hashtags because <laughs> <laughs> because that is the dress that she wore when she sang um, happy birthday to the president at the infamous birthday dinner where she basically looked like a nude glowing goddess because the dress <laughs> is nude and it's sparkling. And she was singing Happy Birthday to the President. So this is really awesome that they brought the dress here. Um, so basically, uh, it arrived um, two days ago at the Ripley's, but believe it or not, in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be here throughout the end of the year. And uh, this dress has the Guinness World Record holder for the most expensive dress purchased at an auction. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I want to go insane. see it now. I know. I do. It's going to be crazy. So, um, I don't know if you know this, but Valencia and UCF are building a downtown campus. Oh, yeah. I heard of that. You that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's going to cater to so many students downtown. So, um, finally, the UCF downtown Orlando campus gets $100 million in financing. So, uh, <laughs> what, was that? <laughs> what was that noise, so girl? Much money, oh my um, God. So, yeah, it's going to get $100 million in financing. And so, finally, um, I heard the talks about it, and everyone was just going crazy waiting for this to happen. And so, finally, it's going to happen. We're going to have a downtown campus. Um, Would you go there? Well, I'm not going to be in. Um, I, I oh, you're trans- Well, actually, okay. maybe because okay. I. Well, I'll tell you now. Ariana's so going to UCF, guys. Hello. She's not a Valencia <laughs> student. <laughs> So um, it's been approved for construction of a student um, high rise. So it's going to be just a huge building, one huge building. I'm pretty sure it's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be a 15-story building. It's planned to house 600 students and provide 600 parking spaces. That's To be honest, I think they're going to need more than 600 and 600, so but it's okay. A good Maybe start. it's only because of downtown area. Yeah, there's not know, a lot of space in downtown. But I mean, that's so good. They have housing. Valencia yeah. has housing. That's such a good thing to start with. Um, it's a really good plan. Um, it's going to include 102,000 uh, um, square feet of educational space to be leased by UCF and Valencia College. And Valencia's education space will be the home of hospitality and culinary arts program. I don't know. They they haven't mentioned about the UCF, or I just haven't found out about what UCF is gonna do, but um, that's gonna be awesome. I know that they have culinary uh, school here oh, too, that's cool. or like a, a a degree here. But I guess they're gonna shift to that building. But I think that's really that's really cool. Um, it's gonna be in the intersection of Livington Street and Terry Avenue, and it's gonna basically be um urban mixed use integrated campus building. So it's gonna be brand new. It's gonna be um, the architecture is going to be brand new. <laughs> um, it was announced. Guys, we're laughing because these chairs are making the funniest noises right now. <laughs> um, it was going to be announced Tuesday with a $68.1 million construction loan from PCP LLC <laughs> and $29.9 million in venture quality from Dot Real Estate Partners. You're going to kill me here. I just can't. <laughs> They're just so loud. And I'm I trying to be professional <laughs> here. <laughs> Anyways, the rest, $5.3 million came from um, Ulster Development Incorporated and Devon or Development Ventures Group Incorporated. 
Um, so the land was acquired by a separate sale that was closed August 25th. So we're going to have a downtown campus, guys. I'm excited. I think I want to go there. Do you? My last semester is next semester. But Valencia is only going to have culinary I arts there and hospitality. I don't think I'll really? make just it. Just kidding. <laughs> next semester is my last semester, so oh, yeah, I don't think funny. I'll make it. Oh, It'll well. be cool, though. You know who didn't make it? Or who didn't make mm-hmm. it on a flight? Yeah, Diana. No, don't <laughs> say that. Oh, my God. Diana, if you're we listening, miss you. I, I know we miss you. Um, okay, so let's hop on the subject about cheating. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Let me tell you, when I go. saw this, I cried laughing. Um, Qatar Airways <laughs> kicked off passengers because one of the ladies found out their husband was cheating while a guy was asleep. So um, in Doha on Sunday morning, a boarded couple was destined for drama on the airline. Um, so this was reported to be a holiday trip in Indonesia. And according to the article on Washington Post, the husband <laughs> on the Qatar Airlines flight. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing because this is really funny that she actually found this out. Um, he fell asleep for an hour and a half after takeoff. And this wife grabbed his phone, grabbed his finger <laughs> and opened <laughs> <laughs> opened the phone <laughs> And she found out that he was cheating on her by doing that while he was asleep. Mind you, this woman was drunk. Not drunk. I don't know if she was drunk, but she was drinking. So she went crazy. The wife was down with a few drinks for sure. She got so upset, she tried prying open the plane door. (laughs) Oh, She tried opening the plane door in midair. She ended up in a fight with all the flight attendants. Breaking glass, uh, okay, bottles of uh, everything in her path. I that way, though. Well, I don't know. She was going crazy. They had a child with them, too. Um, she also started to hit her sleeping husband. And basically, this caused the airline to um, stop midway and say, okay, well, we need to land this plane. So they landed in Chennai, where the couple and the child were kicked off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I can't deal with her. That's crazy. I would go crazy. I can't deal with her. Should I just leave it there? No, no. (laughs) We're going to go on a short break, guys, and we're going to put a song, and we'll be really, like, right back.
Hi guys, welcome back to the morning tea. I'm here with Ariana. Hey guys, how are you? So coming back, we just had a little bit of a rough morning, <laughs> but we're gonna t- be talking about Sia. Sia gets revenge on paparazzi by posting a nude photo. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so popular star songwriter revealed that someone was trying to sell nude photos of her online. So she posted one of herself. What do you think about that? I think she is bomb for doing that. Boy, her girl. I think that um, a lot of paparazzi take advantage of um, they take advantage of stars and they try to take pictures of them naked, which happens all the time. It does. And they make money off of it. That's like just because they are stars does not mean you need to violate their privacy. Because their life is already in the public. Why do that to them? So for Sia to do that, for Sia to post <laughs> a new, <laughs> I think it's really awesome. I'm laughing because I just like, I just, I can't believe that she actually did that. Well, she first grabbed everyone's attention by having her face behind a giant wig. Oh, yeah, because Sia's known for uh, not wigs. showing her yeah. face. But we know what she looks like now. In the photo, I think. Um, what if it's, it wasn't her? What well if it's someone else? If it wasn't else? her, then she's even do she's better than I don't know. <laughs> but um, I know that Sia is known for not showing her face, yeah, so it's really awesome. Being anonymous, yeah, that's cool of her. I know it's like a different thing. I know. You know. I can't believe not a lot of people have heard about that because I haven't seen it anywhere in anything. But I think it's really awesome that she's doing that. So. You know. Well, Sia tweeted and she said, someone is apparently trying to sell naked photos of me to my fans. Save your money. Here it is for <laughs> free. Said, save your money. That's crazy. Heck yeah. yeah, save your money. Save your money. Go ahead. Um, 
So another cool thing that's happening around the world is Hershey's. Hershey's is making gold. <laughs> Guys, I have Melanie laughing at me here for n- I don't know why. <laughs> tell me. Go ahead. Tell me. I why are you know, laughing at me? The whole morning. It's just, it's been funny. It's a funny day. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. Anyways, Hershey's making gold. So according to Fox gold? News. Yes, gold. So Hershey's, according to Fox News, for the first time in 20 years, they will be releasing a new fourth flavor. Um to their collection after 100 years being in company. Uh, the bar is not really chocolate. It's caramelized cream with salty peanut and pretzel bites, topped with more crunchiness. Uh, apparently, it has, like, a buttery taste. I'm really excited for this. I don't. I personally don't eat, like, anything other than dark, dark chocolate. But I want to try it. I want to see. Because I tried the Oreo one, and I personally didn't like it. But maybe this one will taste good. Maybe it'll taste kind of like, um, what is that thing in Harry Potter? I don't Potter? like tasting different stuff, but okay, well. I'll try it because it's gold. <laughs> um, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so they released their first milk chocolate bar in, 19, in 1900. Uh, their special dark chocolate uh, bar was released in 1939, followed by their cookies and cream 1995. And now this flavor is going to be in par with the 2018 Olympic Winter Games in Pyeongchang, making that a 100-day countdown until February. So it's really cool. They, they released this bar um, that's gold. And I saw one of the Olympic gold medalists so cool. holding it up, biting their gold medal, a picture. And they were um, – I didn't know that until I actually read this article. And I was like, oh, that's really cool that they're, you know, making it – in consideration for the two, 2018 um, Olympics. So, pretty neat. So, another artist that has been on the rise, who has always been on the rise, always, Tell is... Tell who it is. Girl, it's Drake. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love him. Um, so, remember when we talked about the Harvey Weinstein allegations and how um, he's a film director producer he's huge in um hollywood now he's even bigger because he has um sexual assault and rape allegations wow. with a bunch of people including angelina jolie nupita Lyongo, nyongo um, and a bunch of other women in the industry so according to an article on essence.com drake has been very careful with who he chooses to work in the film industry and yeah. i understand that because he was in degrassi remember yeah, yeah so yeah. he comes from a background of film and music so him and his manager, Adel, or better known as Future, um, were approached by Harvey Weinstein. And um, they felt weird about Harvey Weinstein when they saw him. They were offered a role in the movie Heist. But they turned down the offer because of bad feedback from other people in the industry about Harvey Weinstein. So eventually, you know, um, they made an assumption about it being based on sexual assault allegations of Harvey Weinstein. So it seems like Drake has the, you know, his head straight for the dis- the decisions that he makes in this industry. Um, I mean, Drake would have been one of the names up there if he was. Drake is always up to something, <laughs> and I'm glad he yeah. is. Well, you know what he else he's good. up to? Let me know. He collects bags. And I don't mean just bags. He collects Hermes like Birkin bags? bags. Like purses bags. This guy Why? has been secretly stashing Hermes Birkin bags for apparently, quote unquote, his future wife, the woman he Are ends up kidding? with. <laughs> yes. That's so I don't, they haven't released how many they have um, 
stash for him. But this bag retails for five thousand to three hundred thousand or more. What? Yeah. Oh so they're worn by stars like the Kardashians, your girl's hey, favorite. My girls. <laughs> Victoria Beckham, Jessica, Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Lopez, and more. Um, in an article with People magazine, uh, the hopeless romantic rapper has let out a major secret to his Drake fans and his future lover. So he basically revealed that he collects these bags. So girls out there. I'm pretty sure girls <laughs> are like freaking out. I want to go collecting with bags for you, <laughs> whoever his girl's going to be. So. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's crazy. I've never heard of that. Like I've never heard of that either. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone so collecting. So many weird stuff. It's <laughs> crazy. I don't know if it's that's weird. That's very romantic. But I don't know. What's Drake's sign? I want to know what his sign is. I don't know. Um, anyways, so um, another cool thing that Drake is doing is he's teaming up with Netflix. So on a story on E! News released that Drake will be reviving the show Top Boy it's um, a British series that ended in 2013 about the housing estates of East London. And there's tension between drug gangs and those who are struggling to make it through a normal life and drug and crime riddled area. It's basically a touch of social realism slash gangster thriller. Um, so Drake and Adele, future Nur, are going to be executive producers of the new 10 season uh, or 10 episodes. Sorry, not season. 10 episode season premiering in 2019. So it's kind of like a, a revive of the show. Uh, Ronan Bennett is the writer of the original series, and he's also going to um, write this series. So he's I've never heard of that show, so I'm kind of like glad yeah, that he's I, doing it. Yeah, I definitely, it, so. I might check this out, because uh, I like that a lot of stars are starting di to dip their toes in producing. I know. Um, so Ashley Walters and Kame Robinson, um, they're going to be reclaiming their roles. They were actors in the last uh, show. This new season has Deshane Walters returning from exile and attempting to reclaim his throne in the rug market. So this new show is going to bring out an authentic and raw world of Top Boy. And um, Drake, he's a fan of the show. He came to Netflix passionate about bringing the show to life. And um, I really personally cool. can't wait to see it. I want to see it. This means um, I have to watch the first season Stars to compare. Rising. If I don't even, where can you find the first season? Isn't it on Netflix? Though? Is it like not the first season? What I don't am know. I I've never about? seen the it. The first show. That's not what I'm the saying. Old one. It should be on Netflix. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, guys, they're gonna do a new show. So I know it should be on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it is. If yeah. not, just Google it. Yeah, it should be awesome. I want to point out about my shows. Uh oh. Grace Anatomy fans, um, there's gonna be the 300 episode, and it has come so soon, and I can't believe it. I am more than excited to hear this because I can also I can watch a whole season of Grace in one day. Can you? I can. I've, to be honest, like I've never watched the <gasps> show. Oh my god, girl, you're missing out. I've it's never so seen good. The show. I'm basically a doctor, so. Oh, she's basically a doctor. But anyways, so while reading an article, because I couldn't like honestly, I just couldn't hold myself. The article let fans know that we will be seeing ghosts of Seattle Grace, surgical interns from the past. I'm so excited. Don't, aren't you so excited like when you like want like watch yeah, a show stranger for so things. many years oh. <laughs> yeah no, 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 I, can't stranger things I told you last time love. I would watch it but this time I haven't I'm just so busy Thank with my you life for lying to me <laughs> for bringing my hopes but up. honestly start Grey's Anatomy oh man it's really good I don't know I, I don't know why I was never like interested in that it's so good <laughs> trust me it's so good you're gonna be like okay I wanna watch it every day okay whatever 
Well, guys, we're going to have to start wrapping things up here at the morning tea. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Melanie. We miss you, Zayanara. We hope you feel better. (laughs) Um, So we're going to end the show with a little bit of Drake. Let's get some passion fruit for you. Passing up on my always, I can't blame you. 